Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Imagine having fear to open your mailbox or receive any packages, not knowing when you were going to be struck or potentially be struck, captivating a whole nation for 20 years. The Master of None will be presenting a docu-series going into three episodes of the life of Ted Kaczynski. Who was he? Why did he do it? And what happened? So let's get into it. Known as the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski. It's mentally disordered. And mental illness is a legitimate mitigating factor. In other news, Ted Kaczynski admits he is the Unabomber. With blood, 23 injuries, and now a third death. These bombs were now getting stronger. The most dangerous serial bomber in U.S. history. Ted, are you the Unabomber? I thought, oh my God. From the time I was a child, I had this realization that my brother was special. The second professor this week is hurt by a male bomb. The bomb was placed inside a hollowed out section of a book. 16 bombs in 17 years. The case, codenamed Unibomb. I asked mom, what's wrong with Teddy? Why is he like this? A few days ago, it is reported that Ted Kaczynski ended up committing suicide in the North Carolina prison. Although he died as the Unabomber, he wasn't always known as the Unabomber. Ted Kaczynski had a life like everyone else. He would have been born in 1942 in May outside of a little suburb in Chicago. Bambi was the number one hit movie. As a result of it, Ted Kaczynski would have been born like anybody else. He would have had a family, he would have brothers, and he would come into a normal middle-class family working and living and thriving off of Chicago. Chicago would have been a 30-minute drive, and most days or most weekends going to Chicago would have been normal. Growing up in a Midwest town, completely normal. So what happened to Ted Kaczynski? Why was there such a transition point in his life? And what hap- What caused so much pain, suffering, and anger towards modern society? Well, within this first episode, we're going to get into the early life of Ted Kaczynski and how he was shaped, what led him down the path he was on, and what were the contributing factors. I think probably when we first look at Ted Kaczynski, it's believed that when he was a baby, he actually had a moment where he had some type of allergic reaction, not really knowing what it was or taking place around this time during 1943. He would have been admitted into the hospital. At first analysis, the doctor looked at Ted Kaczynski and realized he had hives potentially swollen and not really knowing what to do. Because of the odd nature of his illness as a result of it, 
He was quarantined away from his family that resulted in some form of isolation. His mother, Wanda Kaczynski, and his father, Theodore Kaczynski, really didn't know what was going on. Um, Before this time, what they know is they had a bubbly child who loved to laugh, make eye contact, and was always engaged. He also had a younger brother that was born named Dave Kaczynski, and this family was happy. As a result of the illness, what took place and what transpired, no one really could predict. Although the mother, Wanda, was completely distraught, she would go to the hospital every day trying to visit her son, and the doctors would always say no. And the only visiting Kaczynski ever got was from his mother, who was allowed for a short period of time to visit for two hours a week, two times a week. This isolation would have gone on for several months, almost creating a certain environment where Ted Kaczynski wouldn't have been formed and developed in an environment of love, but as a result of it been placed in a hospital of isolation to be studied, to be prodded, and to determine what was his illness. And upon Ted Kaczynski's return home, something happened. The mother realized that her baby had changed in personality no longer being that bubbly, smiling child, but as a result of it being cold, no longer making eye contact, no longer being the same person they remembered. Now, the theory was as a result of this, the infant was not allowed to bond with the mother at birth. And a lot of people believe this is kind of what creates the psychopath, the ability to feel no pain, no trauma, and not really understand the importance of a moral compass. Or Now, the parents believe this is the transition point of what happened with Ted Kaczynski that could potentially influence him to be a killer. But to truly understand his early life, it was important to understand that he did have a relationship with his younger brother, David. Now, this was a really important relationship. And here, Ted Kaczynski talks about how they used to play baseball out in the yard. Now, I played that clip just to give you an idea of the way he sounded, the way he spoke, the way he talked as related to talking about his early childhood. So it's interesting to kind of gauge that because whenever we think about Ted Kaczynski, we get so many different narratives. It's like when you're doing research on him, you know, everyone's saying that it's a result of him being in this hospital. He had no ability to have emotion. But obviously, when he's there, he's talking about a moment he had with his brother and it's clearly it's happy. Now, I just want to talk about that so it gives you a better understanding of him as a person. But another thing that was really unique about Ted Kaczynski was he was highly intelligent. Some would even say he was a genius. Now, whenever we look at the scale of IQ, it's really important to understand that in the top category, um, usually around 160, people tend to be geniuses. And for example, if I give you kind of a scale of IQs, we have Albert Einstein at 160, who was considered to be a genius. Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, at around 152. 
Elon Musk in the range of 150 to 155, in normal IQ in between 85 to 115. Now, Ted Kaczynski's IQ was at 167. It would have been seven points higher than Albert Einstein. Now, as a result of this, he would have actually graduated from high school, and in 1958, he would enroll in Harvard at 16 years old. Now, now, whenever I think about Ted Kaczynski potentially university, I always picture kind of a nerdy kid who's not really social. But in fact, we have a clip from one of his college mates named Ron Wright. Ron Wright provides insight in how he remembers Ted used to be in school. He was a bit on the shy side, but definitely not antisocial. Once he got to know you, not once you got to know him, once he got to know you, he could talk and talk. And we were talking about things that weren't trivial. They weren't bull****. They were just, they were about what was right and wrong. And Ted was concerned and was more savvy than I was about corporate and, and governmental impact on the environment and on, on, on us. And some of the ideas that he articulated later I distinctly have memories of talking about. Now, Ted Kaczynski was a mathematician. He studied math at the University of Harvard. And this is where the story gets really interesting. I think, you know, him being 16 years old, being away from his family, and potentially being a little bit socially awkward, it always makes you wonder if he was opened up to vulnerability. Now, what's so crazy about this whole thing is whenever we look at Ted Kaczynski's time in Harvard, it seems that he was potentially influenced to be a part of a study. Now, in this study, they would challenge his emotional well-being, talk with him about different beliefs he believed in, and some forms sound like he would kind of be radicalized. Now, what I'm about to tell you is a potential conspiracy theory, but it has some merit in truth. So there's a lot of speculation that, in fact, Ted Kaczynski was a part of the CIA program MKUltra. Now, MKUltra now is this crazy thing you see a lot on TikTok where you might have a glitch with Nicki Minaj or people saying that that gay has been compromised. It goes a long ways. But MKUltra, in fact, was the top secret CIA program in which agencies conducted experiments to understand how to potentially influence people by using LSD and other drugs to complete mind control in order to gain information as well as torture and potentially influence individuals. Now, this says MK Ultra was lasted from 1953 until 1973, and in fact, we know that is the time period that Ted Kaczynski went to university at Harvard because he was admitted in 1958. Another thing we know is this program did not come to light or be exposed until 1975. And Alan Dulles, who is responsible for the CIA, approved this study to take place. And it said the program only used maybe in between 150 um, candidates where they studied it. Now, what we know if we were to apply this lens because no one's ever come out and said, in fact, Ted Kaczynski was a part of the MKUltra program. But I'm going to give you a description of a program that Ted Kaczynski was a part of 
But I'm going to give you a description of the program that Ted Kaczynski was a part of. Now, in 1958, he would have been at Harvard for one year, and he would have been approached or tapped or been a part of a program with a psychologist by the name of Harry A. Murphy. Now, Harry May, Harry A. Murphy was conducting studies on the psyches of students as it related to different topics and aspects that were being affected by the Cold War. Now, the experiment that took place at Harvard that Ted Kaczynski was a part of had 22 students from Harvard, and they were asked to write a detailed essay summarizing their worldviews and personal philosophies, okay? So they were asked to put all this information down. Ted Kaczynski, being a 16-year-old kid, does it because he's being asked to do that. Now, after submitting this essay, he would then be submitted and put in front of bright lights wired to electrodes, and Murphy and his team of researchers would use a concept described as vehement, sweeping, personal abuse. During this integration, the researchers would use these techniques in order to kind of influence and understand what happens when someone is under psychological stress. Now, the goal of it was to create interrogation techniques that would eventually be used by law enforcement, the military, the IC community. Now, Ted Kaczynski was, in fact, a part of this study. It sounds a lot like what was taking place in MK Ultra. So if it was, was the situation, and we look at another example of Whitey Bulger, who was a mafioso, who says he was a part of MK Ultra, given LSD, and gone through similar kind of situations of mind control, brainwash, or whatever, it just it goes to show that we don't know what Ted Kaczynski was exposed to, but here's what we do know, okay? It's believed that he had some type of detachment syndrome away from his mother when he was a baby, when he was formulating in those periods where potentially emotional intelligence is created. We don't know. Then, you know, he did have a relationship with his brother. He went to school, but he was highly intelligent with an IQ of 167 going to Harvard at 16, at this time, we can already determine there were some issues there, but in fact, when we apply this research study on there, we can determine that something happened that potentially influenced him in order to become the person who he was. Could you imagine going through a study like that at 16 if you're at Harvard? It would be completely rattling and unsettling. And around 1962, we would see a transition in Ted Kaczynski's ideology as it relates to an important concept of technology. I've been against technology ever since 1962. My last year at Harvard, 1962, was the year when I definitely decided I was against technology. It's around this time that Ted Kaczynski begins to show signs of increasing withdrawal. One roommate said that if they went down to the dining hall and saw him there and sat down with him, he just, they never saw anybody finish his food faster and without saying a word would just leave. You know, so uh, I felt hurt at first that that he had just sort of ignored or, or obliterated our friendship, but I wasn't alone. I mean, he was, he was not just shy. Now he was really antisocial. So we do have a transition point that takes place. You have Rob White, who's essentially his friend and knows him in university, is talking about how he was social. You had to 
approach. He had to get to know you, feel comfortable with you. But something happened. The roommate says something happened. Whenever you'd see him or talk to him, he didn't want to interact with people. He didn't want to eat with them. And he was turning more and more into a recluse or potentially a hermit. Now, the cause is what? We know that this study took place at Harvard, and we know it potentially could influence him. And we know, depending on what his friend Rob White just said, that he was very had very strong political views and ideologies. And if he was asked to write this essay down and have it take place where he was going to be questioned for it and potentially be on LSD, it's like, what type of impact would that do? So in my opinion, this could be a potential why into what happened to Ted Kaczynski. This is probably what started him on the path as the Unabomber in, a, in, in what made him become more isolated and detached from society. Tomorrow, we are going to get into part two and provide more insight into what happened to the Unabomber, what happened to him after Harvard, how did he end up in Montana, and what kind of caused him to change his thinking. Thank you, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.